morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. We're back for the second half of Love Babs Love Talk at the 10 o'clock hour. So if you just tuned in, you are listening to Love Babs Love Talk on WNHHLP 103.5 FM, broadcasting live from downtown New Haven. We are streaming live on TuneIn Radio and NewHavenIndependent.org. We're also streaming uh, live video on Facebook. So if you're looking for us, just go to Facebook.com slash New Haven Independent or go to your own Facebook page and look us up. So today, the second part of my guest, the first part of my show, I had the um, folks from the um, Yale School of Public Health on for their film series. And right now I have uh, the, the the planners and, 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 and the folks that's going to make Africa Salon hot this year, Yurama Okai yeah. and Lula Sela. Yes. How are y'all? We're really good. good. Thank you for having us. Thank you for coming. This has been, and thank you to Sarah Lulu for connecting us. Absolutely. Yeah, definitely. I was like, whoa, I don't know who we're going to get because Diane Lake, who did it last year, um, she was on. She came on. She brought a whole entourage of performers and the whole thing up in here. Yeah. Music makers and artists and all this other kind of stuff. It was like a, it was like Africa Salon in here. In here. (laughs) So, so when I found, so when we found out that you were the planner, I was like, oh, we have to get, get them in. How are you? I'm really good, and thank you so much for having me. Oh, thank you for having Lula. We're really excited to be here. All right, so all right, so what y'all got planned for Africa Salon? Well, tell me something about y'all, because you're students. Are you Yale students? So, so actually, <laughs> Lula's performing. So I brought you, oh, like, you one are? of our real yeah, performers. I'm not a planner either. <gasps> I'm, I'm visiting from Minnesota, from Yay! the Twin Cities. So that's why I'm here. So what are you going to be performing? Uh, so I actually had I um, did a session yesterday and it was a live poetry music set and Yay! so and then I had dialogue afterward or throughout actually and it was about just my identity being Ethiopian and Eritrean and Muslim and growing up in Saudi Arabia and just what all that means and then I might be performing again Saturday so yes she will yes I will so <laughs> catch her catch her uh, doing some incredible runs and riffs she's an incredible musician oh I can't wait to uh, see so it's gonna be great. Um, yeah, so I'm Yorama. I graduated from Yale in May of 2017. So I'm one of the baby alums, but they're about to boot us out. Um, mm-hmm. I'm originally from Ghana, but I grew up sort of living in Hong Kong and South Africa and London. And then uh-huh. I came to the U.S. for college. Um, and yeah, like Africa as a space, as an, an entity, as a continent, as a group of people was something that I sort of had been had known about was a part of but had felt disconnected from and so when I came to Yale one of the things that I had wanted to do was get a little bit more involved and so my sophomore year started hanging out with the Yale African Students Association shout out to all my friends and little kids (laughs) Um, and we yeah we just like sort of were this really great community of people where I got to go and like express myself but also learn about the rest of the continent and so when I was graduating I couldn't think of a better job to do than to stick around and work with that community so I'm a Woodbridge fellow and part of the job was Africa Salon. So I was really excited. I had gotten to see the very first one when I was a sophomore. Okay. Um, and it was founded by uh, a Yale alum as well. Yes. Class of 2014, Ifanya Wachi. Uh, and she really was thinking about, as an artist on campus, the lack of representation of African artists, African art, African culture, through the lens of these both like interesting conversations, but also sort of great performances and cultural experiences. And so she sort of worked with uh, our Macmillan Center um, for International Studies and Area um, Studies, and she created Africa Salon. And so it's been an absolute honor to continue that um, and to sort of think about what are the new directions and things we can be like. So what do you think? So so did you go last year? Yes, I did. I, I I've been all last year. Years. Was, well, last year was my first year because I couldn't. Ma- I could never catch it. Yeah, it would always conflict with the with the schedule. Right. So, but last year it didn't, and I actually got to. I saw so much. 
and I was so pleased by what I got to experience. I mean, there was a fashion show. There was lots of food. There was yeah. music. There was artists. There was, oh my gosh, I just, I felt so pleased as a, as a black woman right. to just step on that campus and just be immersed in that. So, so I'm so excited that, uh, you know that it's up again and we've been looking forward to it and- i'm i'm looking forward to everybody getting to experience the rest of it as well so. so when does it kick off so it kicked off yesterday we did a couple of sets which was really great so lula had her uh healing across identities poetry music set um and she and i and sort of the audience really got to interrogate some hard questions about mm-hmm. the, the the diaspora as it exists today how we are thinking about race and identity mm-hmm. And then um, last night, we had an incredible show at the Yo Cabaret by a Botswana trans artist called Katlejo or Kat. Um, so Kat did a full sort of hour long show. Um, and it was a staged reading of some of her poetry that she's written called My Tongue, My Noose. Mm-hmm. And so we've had some really great sort of like intense and engaging um, poetry spaces to start. Uh, today, we have a book talk in the Yo Bookstore at 5 p.m. Oh. Um, and it is with a Nigerian author whose new book is out. It's called The Extinction of Manai. Uh, and then we, and I'm so proud of this, and shout out to Jackie Lai, who is the best partner ever, but we have put up a exhibition in the Creative Arts Workshop on 80 Audubon Street. Oh, and I must so go there and see this. You absolutely should. It is, I think, one of the most incredible things that this has, ha- that has come out of this weekend, and I'm really excited about it, and it was really great to have all the support from her. But we sort of have been in there like the last two days. Um, and so it opens at 630 today. Uh, it'll be up till about April 21st. Oh, good. So you people can feel free, even if you can't come this weekend, do pop over do and check and it out. It. Um, there are some incredible artists. We have a local artist, Quijoy Day, mm-hmm. who has some of his paintings up, as well as uh, a Yale PhD alum, Imo Ime, who works and teaches in Boston. Um, he drove some art pieces down, which was like super nice. great of him. But we also have some awesome student and alumni artists featured in the show, um, whether it is Dagan Rossini, who works with the Yale Young African Scholars Program, or Nodumo, who's a Yale alum, or, you know, uh, Aaliyah and Sidenia, who are current students. So there's really an incredible chance to see the breadth of art across ages, across like span and mm-hmm. like physical space of the continent. Um, but also how people are thinking about different ideas as it relates to Africa and really embracing the point of the diversity of the continent. And is that important to you? Because you're a young woman. Yeah. You're a young woman. Um, and and so uh, Africa will fall on your shoulders, right? Absolutely. It, it will fall on your shoulders and you get to reimagine. Um, these young people are starting to reimagine Africa. And, and so did, when you were planning the salon, did you think... Okay, let me let me take what I want to see mm-hmm. versus what I can put my hands on for resources now. Talk yeah. about that process. Sure. So uh, that process started in August. Um, and uh, I'm always someone who's very completely honest. So uh, when I took <laughs> my job, one of the first things I told my boss was, I'm not sure I, I can do this art thing. Uh, I'm not really? sure that I'm an artist. Yeah, I mean, I'm a political science by training. I'm hoping to go into education. Like I thought that I was a certain kind of person. And so taking this task on, I was thinking a lot about, well, first of all, what do I not know? Mm-hmm. And I think that that was a really great place to start because it was about recognizing my own inadequacy and thinking about, well, who are the people that I know who know things? And mm-hmm. so actually one of the first things we started in the process was like, even though it was in the summer, reaching out to the students who I knew had an investment in African art and contemporary culture, um, students on campus who I knew had a lot of passion for that kind of work. 
And I said, what are the sort of things you're thinking about, you know? And once I sort of had a general idea of what was going on there, then it was really me and uh, OK Africa, which is a great site that everybody should spend I, time I, on. Listen, I follow I, them. I lived on OK Africa. The oh family. yeah, <laughs> absolutely. They're so great. Um, so me and OK Africa were like best friends for about three, four weeks, wow. where I was just like wow. scrolling through articles every day, and I was reading, and I was reading and asking, all right, jotting down notes. What is happening? What are people talking about? And so while this weekend by no means reflects the sort of great breadth of things people are asking uh -huh. it is tackling i think what are really critical questions for our but generation. what did it do for you as a political science person to, well, what did it what did it add did it add something to your political thoughts because art often art is used as the political tool mm -hmm. of resistance and awareness and absolutely so. so i think that this this is a lot about this weekend is a lot about sort of capturing this concept of artivism the use of art for activist yeah art. and so um what i wanted to do is define activism so broadly and so we're thinking about activism as it relates to empowering people to embrace the multiplicity of their identities but also activism as it relates to and you know encouraging black women to think about what it, what our hair actually means and this is a discussion that has propagated <laughs> through black female communities especially but across the black community more generally as to hair it is a topic everybody has an opinion on everybody but, like, but us everybody but us and what are, what are we saying what are we thinking about and so you know we have a film director who did this incredible movie in south africa called hair that moves and it's about a little girl who wants to straighten her hair so she will also be beautiful and I was sort of like, what are the politics of that? Yes. And as someone who's a political scientist asking the question, how did we get to a place where a little girl didn't even realize that the inability to love her own hair was such a deeply political action? Yeah. And I think that that's what a lot of this weekend is about, whether we're thinking about people who do use their art for the explicit purpose of activism or we're thinking about you know, people who are dealing with the concept of creating new black heroes for children. So one of the panels I'm super excited for is Representing Heroes. And we have a comic book artist and a dolls company owner. And they're both thinking about how do we disrupt this monopoly on superpowers? Well, how do we black put black see, faces Did you see Black Panther? I did. And it is just, it's, it has... <laughs> It has changed the game dramatically. Right. You know, so now we are, now I think going forward, if they don't make any more films, I think people would be outraged. I think they have to now think about representation in superheroes. You know, and that Absolutely. they put it in Africa, in a fictitious country in Africa, Wakanda forever. <laughs> but that was, but that was deliberate. And I love that. Mm -hmm. And it took us all to a place where we imagined um, Africa would be for us a right. place of safety and wholeness and mm -hmm. you know all that and I think that that's one of the great things about Black Panther um, and superheroes generally is that whatever your feelings are about the experience one of the things that I thought was really important was encouraging people to think about why do you not imagine fantasy in Africa what 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 stops you yes. from getting to that place right. what are the assumptions the pains and, the and don't you see us in the future why why don't you see us in the future um and that was deeply important to me as an african but also thinking about how that has blocked the diaspora as a whole yeah. from reimagining itself isn't that just the craziest and thing and it's crazy yes i actually just wanted to go back to something we were talking about earlier about like art as political and art as activism and like uh, for me as an artist, like for me as an artist, my, um, my, my, I know that my creative work is not, um, out, it's not outside of a political context that when I'm creating, you know, poetry or music or when I'm, 
um, I, I see it as a platform and an opportunity and almost like a privilege because I think that people are more likely to listen and more likely to hear what you're saying and the political stances you're taking if it's stated in a way that's artistic and creative mm-hmm. and symbolic or metaphorical, you know, um, as opposed to just like doing a lecture or a presentation or like statistics or whatever, you know. And yesterday I was at a, a class, a psychology class, I'm forget, forgetting what it's called, but on the Yale campus with Professor Lori Santos. I yeah, Psych in the Good Life. Thank you. And um, <laughs> it was really great. And there were just so many things she was saying that to me just really resonated with, with me as someone who's very interested in psychology and well-being and all of those things. But the one thing she was talking about was implicit bias and how we all have implicit biases mm-hmm. about each other, about social groups, but specifically about communities of color and how, how, how our biases come out due to cultural programming, the media we're exposed to, the narratives, the images, the framing, and that it's, it's operating on a very subconscious level. And what she was saying is that the, the research shows that in order to undo or rewire those, you know, that programming, it has to be done through also through a subconscious level. So exposing yourself to new or alternative imagery, you know, like movies like Black Panther or, you know, basically exposing yourself to art <laughs> and culture that counters the dominant frame. And to me, that was just another sort of like confirmation of like, wow, like, yes, the work that we do as artists and creatives and, you know, people who impact culture mm-hmm. is so necessary. And it is so important because that is literally how art is how you shift people's minds and ways of thinking. So art is inherently political. Mm-hmm. And I don't think it I don't think it's a coincidence that if you go back to every political moment there have been musicians and poets. Oh, absolutely. And act, you know, like it's it's been literally the foundation mm-hmm. of every single movement. Like art is at the it's the heart. Yes. <laughs> art is the heart. Yes. I like <laughs> yes. that. Every moment, every political yeah. moment. So I actually think it's great that you're a political science. Well, you know, that you are yeah. in political science and yet you're doing this art thing. But I think that it's informed your process. And I think it's informed how intersectional you've been and like the fact that. You specifically invited me because of that intersection of uh, being black, being an immigrant, being African, being in the diaspora, being Muslim, being a woman. Like, oh, my God. That that's was a something. lot. Yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. She is a lot. She is a lot of intersections I, going yeah. on in but, her life. But like that is Africa Salam this year. It's right. like all of the yes. intersections and it's incredible. But that's what so, you want, though. You you, mm-hmm. you want to show these intersections in a real up close personal way, not just something that. You know, you, people bandy about that word mm-hmm. intersectionality right. all the time. Yes. But you get to sort of give it to us in real time. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And and I think that I think that Lula has captured what is the spirit of Africa Salon, which really is about like encouraging people just for one weekend out of your like year <laughs> to, to be exposed to a part of the world that I think a lot of people think they know but don't. Yes. Um, and that is true even of those of us who come from that place. So do you feel a, so a certain responsibility? So do you feel the weight of the responsibility to sort of try to show some other thing other than what people believe mm-hmm. they think they know about Africa? Because, you know, Africa is a continent. It's a continent, right. <laughs> right. I would say that I feel, I th- I would say that I always feel that pressure. Really? I think that, that that is something that I, as someone who am obsessively thoughtful and, like, try as much as possible to keep myself aware, it is unavoidable. That I, I am always some representation and yet never accurate or never whole. And I'm always asking the question, I'm like, what is the reality? How powerful. do I get that? And 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 it, 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 I mean, it dominates a lot of my life. Um, 
I I have to tell a story because it's my mother and, and I always talk about my mom, but my mom and I are really close. And one of the things that my mom has often joked about in recent years is that she is like surprised and like shocked at how anytime some topic comes up, it's not just about what I know, but I'm working really hard to understand what other people know and don't know. Mm-hmm. And for me, that's what this weekend was about. It was about realizing one, that intersections are really hard to actually conceptualize Mm -hmm. it's hard to be like i am a woman and black and Mm -hmm. muslim and immigrant and Mm -hmm. so lots of things are happening at once because it's too much if you don't live it every day Mm -hmm. okay and so then i thought to Mm -hmm. myself well then why not bring the people who live it every day to tell that story themselves Mm -hmm. and i think that that's also really important that this weekend isn't about me Mm -hmm. i really am just the 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 person that like puts paper together this weekend is about the voices that are coming out and the, the people who will come and engage with those voices and ask critical questions about themselves. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is what makes the weekend so great is that at the end of the day, it's not about the curator. It's, you know, not about the simple fact of like, this is a weekend where you maybe come to like dance to a few African tunes and feel like you connect, but actually getting you to ask, like, what do you do on a daily basis to interrogate how you think about Africa? Wow. And, and what do you do? Anytime somebody says something that you don't know, do you ask why you don't know? And then do you ask what you don't know? Um, And if that doesn't happen, well, then this is a great chance for you to get to do that. And if it does happen, then this is a great chance to be surrounded by people who are doing the same thing. So tell me the lineup for the week. Tell me the rest of the lineup and and where people can see stuff. Yeah. So the Yale Bookstore will have Chuman Rokolo, who's the Nigerian author. Um, the African and African Lens is the exhibition that'll be up from 6.30 to 8 p.m. is the opening reception tonight. But you can go till the 21st. That's in the Creative Art Workshop on 80 Audubon Street. Yep, that's like right around the corner. That's right around the corner. And then um, tonight is the Taste of Africa um, being <gasps> organized by two incredible seniors. What? Uh, and it will be a sort of j- survey. You won't get to taste all 54 countries. I'm really sorry. <laughs> um, but they've done a pretty what? good you job. You I can't try Madagascar? No, you, I'm sorry. <laughs> we will not be having. But, you know, we're going to do our very best to capture you know, the general sense of what is going on across the continent as it relates to food. And um, hopefully you'll come and there'll be some students with a few history lessons for you. So you can also learn about how some of the food is related to an entire kingdom, like the Bantu kingdom, or how, Mm. you know, for example, Ethiopia and Eritrea share a lot of similar culture and what that Mm -hmm. history has been like um, through food as well. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then Saturday is a crazy day. So we start at 1030 with a creative writing workshop led by Lois Gayo, who is an incredible uh, poet. She will be performing later in the evening as well. Uh, and that'll be in the Yale Bass Library. There will be a large sign. There will be a student wearing a great shirt. It'll be kind of obvious. And then our panel start at noon with the artivist. Um, and we have Galila Mesfin, who's an Ethiopian artist. Okay. And Katlejo, who is the uh, Botswana and trans artivist. And they will be thinking about art and change. Uh, and that'll be taking place in Lindsley Chittenden, which is 63 High Street. Yep. Um, so there will, again, there's a large outdoor sign that's going everywhere. So you should not have to miss anything. Uh, then at 2 p.m., what I'm sure will be a very popular thing is our dance A, which is our dance class. Um, so there will be an incredible New York choreographer who will be coming in, introducing us to his journey of Afrobeats dance. And then he will be teaching a sort of hour long course. Um, and that'll be at 220 York Street. And then we'll go back to 63 for two panels. So the first will be our Representing Heroes panel uh, with Royo Okupe and Mukami Kimoto. And then in the at 530, uh, we have our Detangling Our Roots panel. So that is mm. the panel that is interrogating the politics, politics and politicization of black hair. Mm. Um, and we're really pleased to have been able to fly in uh, director Yolanda Mogatusi. So her movie is the one that we will screen to begin. It's a short film. Uh, and then her, along with a PhD student um, from University of Cambridge, 
um, Johanna will be talking about what it means to have black hair and what the politics of it have been mm-hmm. for black people, black women, um, as it relates to both history and current era mm-hmm. sort of discussions. Uh, and then for the culture, which will be great. That is our show. Lula will be performing. All right. um, Lois will be performing. Uh, we will hopefully have a dance group. And my what I'm really excited about, maybe it's because I'm biased. So Ghanaian comedian from New York, Clifford Owusu, will be coming up. So he will be hosting. He will be doing some comedy. So that'll oh. just be a great time. It's a family time. So please feel free to bring your kids, bring your brothers and sisters. Uh, and then, of course, no uh, African event would be complete without an after party. So we will be having one <laughs> of those, too. I might uh, be right in the space. We'll right. Um, and so it'll be at 99 Orange Street. Um, there's a great restaurant. And so um, where can we find you? Like, if you want to go on the website, where is it? I know it's... Yes, it's africasalon.yale.edu. Yes. And you can see the lineup of artists. Mm-hmm. Uh, we will be updating with the full gallery list as well of all the uh, artists who will be in the gallery exhibition um, and you can see the lineup for this weekend uh, and yeah and there's also a Facebook event Africa Salon 2018 yep. so join it visit Yay! it we hope to see you guys this weekend I was so glad that you could get here Very I'm so happy that I got to have Africa Salon back in the house at uh, Love Bass Love Talk on 103.5 FM WNHH New Haven Independent.org so y'all get out this is a full weekend of stuff going on in this city. you got all kinds of culture. Thank you for coming, Yorama. Yes, thank you for and having us. Le- Lula? Yes. It was thank a you pleasure, so much pleasure, pleasure. pleasure. Us. All you. right, Harry, I hear the music. I'm on my way out. Thank y'all. Have a good weekend. I'll be back on Monday. Bye. Bye. Bye.